The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the Munchkin Minute, your bi-weekly look into some tabletop gaming news and more. I'm your host, Dan Dan, a board game man, and it's your news for the week of June 1st, 2021. And a very happy Memorial Day to all those in the U.S. I hope you had a great weekend. First up, the SDJ or Spiel des Jahres nominations were announced. Of course, that's the uh, large, prestigious German Game Design Awards, and they've got the three categories that I'll go over real quick. So to Spiel des Jahres, which is the game of the year, typically a little bit lighter games or family-weight games, you've got The Adventures of Robin Hood by Michael Menzel, who's got some great art, and I absolutely love his games. Uh, that is by Cosmos, Micro Macro, Crime City, and that's by Joannes Sisch and published by Edison I'm sorry, Edition Spielweiss and Zombie Teens Evolution by Anik Lobe and published by Le Scorpion Mask. Now, what's interesting about these games are all basically story driven and all of them are kind of like one and done type games where uh, The Adventures of Robin Hood is kind of like a story driven game as you're co-op uh, playing co-op as Robin Hood and, and his merry men and trying to go through, you know, help the town out. Micro Macro, Crime City, you're going through kind of a solving crimes uh, board game, which is also kind of open up envelopes and the same thing with Zombie Teens which is kind of a story-driven, again, opening up some envelopes. So it's interesting that these are all kind of one-and-done type games, uh, but all, again, uh, very family-friendly and all pretty much all of them are pretty much co- co-op as well. The Kennerspiel des Jahres, which is kind of what they call the enthusiast game of the year or kind of more of your uh, hobbier weight, but still hobby weight games and still kind of lighter, uh, tend to be sometimes lighter weight. Uh, first up, Fantasy Realms by Blues, Bruce Glasgow and by WizKids. Lost Ruins of Arnak, which was my game of the year last year. This is by Min and Elwin and Czech Games Edition. Absolutely amazing game. Uh, and it's also on BGA right now if you want to check that out. And Paleo by Peter Rustmeyer and published by Hans M. Gluck. And those winners of those two categories come on July 19th. And then there's the uh, Kinderspiel des Jahres, which is basically your children's game of the year. These will be announced on June 14th, so just a couple of weeks, probably by the time uh, the next uh, Munch Committed is out, I'll have the winners of these. So Drag- Dragamino or Dragamino by Bruno Cathala, uh, Marie Fort and Wilfred Fort, published by Blue Orange, uh, Mia London and the Case of uh, 625 Scoundrels by Antoine Bauza and Coretin Lebra, published by La Scorpion Mosque, and Story Tailors by Marie Fort and Wilfred Fort. Ah, Marie and Wilfred Fort have two things on this list, and published by Lifestyle Board Games. Again, that'll be announced on June 14th. Gen Con's another one. It's kind of in the news again, just like I've been covering the last couple of times. There's a who's in and who's out, which has been coming an interesting little bit of news. So a bunch of companies have decided not to go to Gen Con over the last few weeks. So I thought I'd give you some of the who's in and who's out of it as uh, as of this recording. And since things change pretty much every day, this won't be really a conclusive or final list until things are finalized by Gen Con. Mostly, I think it, this list will be accurate because there will be over the next few weeks, will be more added to the who's in and more added to the who's out. But of course, I don't think any of the changes these will change. I don't know if anybody's going to be making last minute changes. Again, maybe think people that are in maybe out or vice versa, but I think this will be a pretty good one. And this doesn't, I haven't heard much about, doesn't include what's origins. Cause I haven't heard much about who's in or out for origins. 
Uh, and it's an interesting thing because they're, you know, Origin seems to be more of a tabletop centric show, whereas Gen Con kind of has a little bit of everything. Um, I'm sure there's a lot more people that are out, but there's some big names or big hitters that have decided who's out. So I've heard that Asmodee USA, Asmodee North American Studios, uh, they're out, which includes Fantasy Flight Games. Now, I haven't heard, I heard that FFG was not going and they usually have a huge presence and a huge uh, thing that people look forward to. Uh, but also when you think of Asmodee North America, this generally includes Z-Man and Plaid hat, but I haven't heard specifically about them too, but just heard that Asmodee North America and of course uh, Fantasy Flight was not going to be there. So it'd be interesting to see if those other two. Also, you've got Ultra Pro Paizo. That's another huge booth. Ultra Pro, also another pretty big booth. And Greater Than Games also not going with Dice Hate Me Studios. They're not going to the show those three, uh, actually everyone I list about who's out, that's a lot of space uh, for Gen Con that won't be there. So I'm interested to see who ends up filling in uh, those spaces. Uh, now, ones that I've heard that are in are some other big hitters as well. But uh, these, again, subject to change, but these are the ones that I saw, some of the big hits that I saw. Uh, AEG, All Direct Entertainment Group is in, Arcane Wonders, uh, Catalyst, CGE, Grand Gamers Guild, Indie Boards and Cards, Indie Game Alliance, uh, Dwarven Forge, who always has a great presence there as well. Funko Games, Rather Dashing, and Renegade Game Studios all are on the who's in uh, of you know, at Gen Con. Fantasy Flight Games has announced their third big five campaign campaign expansion. So there's five campaigns in this one. So it's a big campaign expansion from Marvel Champions. It will be Thanos-based. It's called the Mad Titan's Shadow. It will be released this August and will be about $40. Uh, Thanos will be wielding an Infinity Stone deck, and the players will also have to battle the members of the Black Order. It also adds a couple of new heroes. Uh, Adam Warlock and Spectrum will be part of this uh, expansion as well. So this is going to be, I'm sure it'll be pretty difficult, but man, everybody was looking forward to uh, a big Thanos one. They had, of course you had a, the box that was the guardians of the galaxy box. I think it was the last one and the first one being red skull. So this was uh, just another great expansion for Marvel champions. Now, with Father's Day right around the corner, I tried to look up some interesting gift ideas for everybody out there, and I stumbled upon a service called Unbox Boredom. This might not be a service for those people who have 400 or more games, but for your father or friend uh, who might be a new or getting into the hobby or for your spouse, it may seem like it seems like a very interesting service to me. Now, each month you can pick one of three curated games, or you can let them pick for you. They're generally from three game categories, family, party, and strategy games. Now, you can go month to month, yearly or quarterly. So for about $30 a month, you're going to probably get about a $10 or $20 discount on the games that you're getting. And it's not a bad thing to buy for someone, like I said, as, as a game of the month or game of the quarter type thing, uh, you know, just to surprise them for that. They send you basically a mail at the beginning of the month and you'll pick out a game or you can quote unquote trust the experts and then they'll just send you a game. Now, I've covered a ton of these type of crates or boxes before and a lot of times some of these curated boxes tend to suck, but looking over the back catalog of what they have sent out there, there's some good titles and again, these are maybe better like a lot of us that have a million games may already have a lot of these, but for people who are kind of getting into the hobby, this is kind of an actually a, a pretty interesting thing to help people pick out. Uh, they're all decent titles that I've seen, you know, every month there's at least one or two good titles but some of them include king of tokyo photosynthesis 
Pandemic, Power Grid, Chronicles of Crime, Sagrada, Tiny Towns, Smash Up, Ice Cool, Munchkin Deluxe, a lot of great titles that have been kind of part of their box in the past. So it might not be a bad thing, again, as a good gift subscription. So check that out. I'll have a link to it. You can check them out on Twitter at Unbox Boredom, or you can check them out on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, or you can go to unboxboredom.com. Uh, and, and just check them out. I think this is a, kind of an interesting thing for people out there that may be looking for gift ideas for Father's Day. Next up, Renegade Game Studios has announced Transformers deck building game will be released uh, in August, and it'll be about $45. Uh, anybody who knows me knows that I'm a huge apologist for Transformers. I've loved Transformers all my life. And I, of course, I still love the movies, even with their faults, just loving to see them on there. This game is what I've been waiting for for a long time. This is a one to five player game for 45 to 90 minutes. The designers of this one are Matt Hyra and Dan Blanchett. You'll remember Matt Hyra did a lot of the Cerberus engines for Cryptozoic, you know, a lot of the, the DC deck building game and such. So it'll probably have a good feel of a very entry level or an easy to get into and, and probably ramp up some difficulty. And I'm sure they've got to have a million expansions involved, you know, planned for this one. Uh, Transformers deck building game, you take the role of one of the mighty Autobots, travel and explore the Matrix and transform between your different modes as you gain allies, find relics and acquire technology to do battle with the Decepticons. But be warned as your deck grow more as your deck grows more powerful decepticons will rise up to challenge you uh you can play this competitive competitively or co-op experience and of course like i said you can play this solo which is what i'm really looking forward to uh this one looks great so check this one out coming again in august Last up in the news, CGE has released a free Lost Ruins of Arnak solo campaign, and they have, they'll have what it looks like four chapters announced as of now, with possibly more in the future. I think the next couple will be out this week and next week. Uh, you can use their web app, or you can get the print and play PDF from their website. The web app, I've kind of fiddled around with it a little bit. I haven't played this yet, but I fiddled around with the web app, and it is very cool to use uh, as well. I'll try to... Ha- um, I try to play it full time and give you a little bit more information on Twitter uh, because I'm, as I mentioned earlier, Lost Runes Arnak was my game of the year. It is absolutely one of my favorite games and I love playing it solo as well. So check that one out, the Lost Ruins of Arnak solo campaign. Got a bunch of Kickstarters I'll try to run through as fast as I can here. Uh, the Witcher Old World. This is, uh, they say, it's an action-packed adventure board game full of immersive choices and excitingly fresh mechanics. And it's exactly what you think it is. This is from uh, Go On Board. It's exactly what you think it is. A lot of minis, a lot of story-based kind of gameplay, and you kind of level up your character or kind of get a lot more skills as you go. It's gigantic. It looks awesome. One of five players probably playing about two or two and a half hours. You can get in on this one for about $86 US for the standard box. But of course, you're going to want to get that deluxe box with all the extra crap in it for $153 US. This one is, of course, well-funded with almost $4 million as of this recording. And you've got about a week and a half to go. Next up is Robot Quest Arena, the deck building game. This is from the creators of Star Realms, this is Wise Wizard and Rob Daughtry. Uh, they've done, uh, again, Star Realms and Hero Realms and Epic, done a lot of great deck building type games. In this, you can upgrade your bot, maneuver, and blast your opponent. So it's more of a uh, head to head type game. I believe you can play in about two to four players. What's interesting about this one is they're going to be kind of releasing these bots with really nice in, uh, minis, and they'll each have their own 10-card starter deck, so they'll sell, sell some of those separately, but you'll also be able to buy kind of the basic, uh, you'll need the basic box to play, which has the arena, 
and you'll kind of go around fighting each other. And as as you defeat the you know the other bots, you'll get some you know their their life points will become your experience points, and then they'll respawn. So you're kind of encouraged to go out and fight all the different bots to get the experience. Uh, looks pretty good. Forty nine dollars for the basic tech tier. They have an eighty nine dollars for the high tech tier, which looks to have a few more uh, bots to it uh, and some more exclusive content. So this looks pretty cool. There again, this is called Robot Quest Arena. I'll have a link to everything in the show notes. There's a little less than three weeks to go, and it is, of course, well-funded. Next up, Paperback Adventures. This is a a novel solo word game. It's a kind of a word-building roguelike for one. You can hop from genre to genre in a quest spading various pulp novels. The art looks amazing. You've got solo play uh, deck building. You get word-like, and if you like kind of word games. And, of course, Tim Fowers is an excellent designer. This one has about another week to go, well-funded, and you can get in on this one for about $35 or more. There's also... Uh, there's uh, $59 can get you the killer sequel version, which is the double adventures, includes all stretch goals, uh, one copy of the core box and two character boxes of your choice. Whereas the base game gives you $35, gives you one copy of the core box and one character box of your choice. Of course, you can get the complete trilogy for $79. This one looks pretty cool. Paperback adventures. Next up, one that needs a little bit of funding, and it's kind of a sucker. You know, I'm such a sucker for these type games. This one is Journey to Ecria, an adventure board game. I'm just such a sucker for these adventure board games, these fantasy adventure board games. Uh, They call this one a lighthearted role-play adventure for two to four players with switching GMs. Choose your hero and decide their fate with each encounter. So I really thought this was cool because it kind of has some role-playing to it, and the DM kind of rotates every round. You'll have different choices to make. It reminds me of a game called, I believe it was called Fallen, and... uh, you know, in Fallen, you're kind of just you're just kind of playing out the game each each round. Somebody was playing kind of the the DM, kind of using a nice choose your own adventure. And with these adventure cards and the role playing, it has that same feel where you're just kind of just more for fun rather than who wins or doesn't win because it's just that cool role playing adventure style. This one could use a little bit of help. Not really all that expensive. You can get in on this one for about forty dollars US. Uh, it gives you the the copy. It gives you some wallpaper and so much stuff. Uh, and also about $100 gets you uh, some sleeves, some artwork and stuff. But, you know, for $40 to get in on this one to help them out, this isn't a bad choice. There's a lot of stuff in this box and should be a really cool, probably even more of a light to midweight feel where you could probably get in more of a, a family weight. This is about 90 minutes to play and two to four players for that one. Again, Journey to Ecria. Got about another week to go, so I'd like to see them fund. And they only need about a little over 3000 to get there, so wouldn't take a whole lot. Next up is one of the more uh, one of the more games that I was looking forward to seeing this year on Kickstarter. This is called Mosaic. This is a Civ building game, kind of more of a uh, a drier game, which but I do love these Civ building games. This one is from Forbidden Games, uh, well funded, uh, well over a half million dollars. Got about another week and a half to go. But again, this is a uh, an epic game of civilization building, and you can play this one. It's going to take about two to two and a half hours, uh, and it's by Glenn Drover, who did Age of Empires, Railways of the World, Rail, Rail, Raccoon Tycoon, Wizard Wizard, who's basically the the main guy behind Forbidden Games, but really looks like a very solid heavier weight game uh, to play. Again, these these Civ building games are so cool. Uh, you're going to pick one of a uh, few different actions to do on your t- on your turn to you know get yourself some resources or to expand your empire uh, and also to kind of get your tech tree going out. There's just, uh, you're going to build your city, you're going to re- recruit, you're going to get population, just a whole bunch of great stuff. Just seems like a good Civ type game. Uh, again, another week and a half to go, but check this one out called Mosaic. Got a couple of quick, hits on these expansion front uh first is path of light and shadow solstice uh this is about a week and a half to go this is by 
uh, Stronghold Games, an expansion for uh, The Path of Light and Shadow. Check that one out. It's got about a week and a half to go. Uh, you can get the expansion for about $39, um, or you can get 109 which gives you the base game plus this expansion uh, and all the uh, promos that were unlocked in the previous versions there. So this one looks very, very cool because uh, that game was uh, reportedly pretty good. I haven't played it, but uh, a lot of people have said it's pretty, pretty solid game, Path of Light and Shadow. And the next expansion I've got, about another week and a half to go, this is Lockup, break, the Breakout expansion. Again, I'll have all the links to all of these you can check out on your own. Uh, this is uh, well-funded, about a week and a half to go. Lockup, Breakout expansion is an expansion for, uh, of course, Lockup, which is a role-player tale. So it's in the role-player universe, but it's more of a Euro game uh, in the role-player universe. So this is a nice little expansion to that. It plays one of five players. It plays in about an hour and a half. Uh, a solid little Euro in that role-player universe. And this, uh, to get the expansion, you can get, it's only about $20 for the expansion, but you can also get the base game for uh, $65. Uh, the $65 pledge gives you lockup plus the breakout expansion, but it's just a solid game. What's really cool is you're putting your different members of your kind of crew out there, and depending on which member you put out into different areas, they have other effects on the other people there. So really cool. There's This adds another member to your crew, the Seeker. Uh, there's a new board to it. There's more legend cards, gold cards, goons, more items, more tomes, more traits, a little bit of everything. Really solid looking expansion here uh, that I really enjoyed this. Uh, the lockup, uh, the role player tale is a very solid game. Two more for you. So there's Castlescape, a deck building board game. This one has got about two and a half weeks to go. This one has been put out by Josh Horsley or Praetorian Board Games. Uh, what's cool about this one is... Has a kind of an abstracty feel where you're trying to kind of make, you're trying to put all these kind of castle walls out there. And as you enclose them, uh, you kind of will figure out who's control, who has control, and then you'll get points from there. But you're kind of adding cards to your deck to be able to put more of your kind of control markers out there and also more of these wall tiles. So very cool little game, two to four players, plays in about an hour, an hour and a half. But again, this is kind of more of a, uh, not not quite. I uh, wouldn't call this a meritrash or anything. This is more of abstracty, but very cool how it has that roots. I love when deck builders, you know, when they have deck builders having roots in other games and have deck builders in a game like this. So, like I said, a little more abstracty is very very cool. This one will be about fifty five dollars where you can get the game uh, and stretch goals. There's also uh, kind of a re- retailer pledge if you're a retailer out there listening and you want to get in on this. That's a actually I kind of really like that in a lot of these where they have a retailer pledge. So. Uh, you can see it out in your FLGS as well. Again, about two and a half weeks ago, well-funded there. And finally, there's a game called Buru. This one is put out by Crafty Games. This is a mid-weight Euro for one of five players featuring highly interactive gameplay, lush graphics, and premium components. What I like about this is I'm not a huge kind of economic bun, but I do I do kind of like uh, games that have this kind of auction-y, you know, a take on auction or bidding. So this is kind of a blind bidding in a way where uh, your tiles will have numbers from one to five, and you're going to use most of your bidding tiles on different parts of the board. Now, depending on who gets first, second, and third, that's kind of what you ch- get to choose in those areas of the different cards or resources that you get. And it's kind of a tableau builder in that way and uh, where you're going to try to you know, build your tableau, get some points and get stuff on your board. But really, really cool because um, so we've got some theme. It's in Buru, you're a noble of the Majafit, Majapafet, Ma- Majapahit, sorry, uh, Empire, a powerful Indonesian maritime kingdom. 
Uh, as the order of your king, you have set out across the sea in search of new peoples to trade with. You and your fellow nobles have recently arrived in a remote island of Buru, eager to earn your place in history. Here you will explore, trade, and pay your respects as you compete to win over Buru's residents and ultimately the finger, uh, the favor of the king himself. Again, one of four players plays in about an hour, an hour and a half, and it just looks absolutely beautiful. Uh, again, you've got some, uh, you've got the bidding, which I kind of really like that kind of auctiony, uh, you know, kind of blind auction bidding. And that's going to help you with your action selection and engine building there. And of course, there'll be some objectives to fulfill during the game. You can get in on this one for $59, which will get you to base game. And there's also the deluxe version, because why not? Everybody's got a deluxe version. Uh, that's only $79, which will have a little bit more kind of a nicer looking game. Is I think the base game still has a lot of the wood components and still looks really nice. But if you want that extra little bling, uh, it'll be $79. But this seems like a pretty good price there, $59 for that one. And that's again, that's about two weeks to go. Well funded there for Buru. And that was a lot of Kickstarters and a lot of good news. So I've got a bunch of news to save till next time. So tune in a couple weeks uh, and I'll have some more there. But thanks for joining me today. If you see any news you think I'd like to feature, shoot me a message at GeekJunkDan on Twitter. Also, please check out Majorspoilers.com for more content by Stephen and the rest of the Major Spoilers crew. And of course, check out my podcast, the Geek All-Stars Podcast. As always, I'm Dan Dan, the board game man, and I'll see everyone in a couple of weeks for another Munchkin Minute. This podcast is copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.